0: and uh, that would just help support the show, and uh, I can I can, wake up a little bit more and bring you more info. So, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you can donate, that would be much appreciated. And let's get on to the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing excellent and taking care of yourselves. So today I found an interesting article that talks about how the CIA's remote viewing program has found a new home in Utah. (laughs) It's always funny to me when I see stuff like that. But it always excites me too because I hope that there is a program that continues this study. It's reported that the United States government participated in these uh, remote viewing programs from the 70s all the way up until 1995. That is the official story. However, that being said, many people have gone on to create their own companies based off of the research completed in these different programs, these different remote viewing programs. There's been many names. <clears throat> so in Utah, it's very interesting because in, in this one building, you wouldn't notice anything different in this office building other than this all-seeing eye within a triangle within crosshairs and the other door stating Remote Viewing Instructional Services. And I'll give a free shout-out here. It's www.rviewer.com. Hey, perfect, right? It's all you need. <clears throat> I don't know anything about that program at all, but that's that's the one that uh, has a picture in this particular article. This article is from KUER 90.1 uh, radio station, apparently. So... The individual who's running the psychic school, Paul Smith, created his particular uh, office uh, inside of an, in, in, in an industrial park on the outskirts of Cedar City. <laughs> like I said, most people would would assume it's an accountant's office, except for the decal of the pyramid with the all-seeing eye. Um, it's called remote, remote Viewing Instructional Services, and it has half a dozen half a dozen students, uh, that come from all over, from Colorado to Canada, um, to practice their first session. So, as you guys know, remote viewing is basically the form of extrasensory perception. That's, you know, how our government was able to obtain all kinds of information, including the location of a super-secret submarine that no one thought could be created, with a dual, <clears throat> a dual, um, hall, uh, in Russia. So in S- Paul Smith's version, they do basically the same thing that the government did. They would have a manager who would give a viewer an arbitrary number. Okay. And that represents a target that could be anything from the Eiffel Tower to a terrorist location. The student has no idea, right? The viewer Listens to the number and then something happens. Even Smith said he doesn't know. He doesn't even know exactly what happens. But the students quickly start to sketch out the target, and before them on the paper starts to appear whatever impression they received. They start with your five senses. Typically, it's smells, feels, uh, sounds, and then it, then it comes into. Um, what they can see, what, what these images start to represent. So Paul states, I teach them how to get that number and then go into their subconscious mind that goes out and finds out what that target is from, from the number. There's a little hand, (laughs) he said there's a little hand waving, basically a little like magic going on here because we don't know exactly how it works, but it does work if you set people up in the right circumstances. Smith learned his technique as a recruit in the CIA program. He states, while I was in uh, the the CIA program, what has become known as the Stargate program, I was an operational remote viewer, which meant that I actually did applied remote viewing projects to try and gain intelligence information from potential foreign threats. Those threats included the Soviet Union, Chinese businesses and narco-traffickers. Isn't it funny? Chinese businesses. now we're dealing with the TikTok uh, fiasco, right? Where the government doesn't even want TikTok in our area um, to be used. Because they're stealing information, right? Supposedly from the Americans. So, Paul Smith grew up in a small town in Nevada. He joined the army as an Arab linguist. And his, he was in the uh, intelligence at Fort Meade, Maryland, and then he was recruited into the Stargate program. The program lasted from 78 to 95 and cost as much as $20 million, according to declassified documents. $20 million for almost 20 years of a program is jack shit. That's nothing. Uh, although Stargate was abandoned by the military, quote-unquote, it hasn't been. They're still doing it. Uh, a cottage industry has grown around remote viewing in some two dozen schools. Almost 24 schools now, they're saying, offers lessons to services to civilians. Now, this is really interesting because two dozen, 24, there must be that much demand that these, these services, these businesses can stay in business. That must mean there's that much interest in remote viewing. You know, on an ongoing basis. That's really fascinating to me. People are starting to open up. I've been reading about remote viewing since the 80s and 90s. I've been reading about it since then. This entire time. And, you know, back then, the only, the only office that was really doing anything was the Robert Monroe Institute, or the Monroe Institute, which taught remote viewing and using binaural beats. Um, now, there's... Twenty-four, maybe even more different organizations. Now, this is what I was talking about in the last episode. We we're talking about building a paranormal center um, that could be built at the Stargate um, location. Stargate. I'm sorry, Stardust Ranch. <clears throat> but we'll see if that that ends up happening. What they're doing here is they're starting to build on the. Population in the West that's more open to this mentality, right? California, Nevada, New Mexico—you know these areas, Arizona, where they're they have a more open mind to spirituality. They open them up in those areas. Uh, Utah is is also known as you know a very interesting and and uh, s- spiritual area. However, you know Utah is also known for being very conservative. So you know there's some tricks and. <clears throat> And some issues to get around there. So, <laughs> what's even interesting here is... Um, people are starting to apply paranormal science. People have recently been, been using remote viewing for things like financial investments. There's even an app called Remote Viewing Tournament that crowdsources psychic talent to play, play the market. On-call viewers are hired... For everything from business research to archaeological explorations. Now, here's a business opportunity that's that's recession proof, right? Get yourself hired by by a business that needs uh, a remote viewer to find gold. This is exactly what um, <clears throat> uh, Yuri Geller did. Yuri Geller was hired by businesses. To do remote viewing to find gold, find minerals, find find gas, find oil. That's what, he was paid handsomely for it. So hey, not a bad gig. Uh, Tanya uh, Gunnerson, a healthcare worker from California, signed up for Smith's class uh, to help families find their loved ones. Now, I was just listening to another podcast. Actually, one of the most fascinating. Um, podcasts that you can look up is the Art Bell tapes. Art Bell is the grandfather of, of podcasting for the paranormal, right? He's like, he's like, you know, if I was like the great, great grandson, he's the great, great grandfather. He's the grandfather of all paranormal podcasters because he started the whole thing with a humongous antenna in his backyard. And, uh, was it Pahrump? Uh, <laughs> you know, this small Southwestern, uh, town, And uh, all kinds of interesting things on the Art Bell program. Anyway, um, there are remote viewers that are out there just trying to find loved ones. You know, that's really interesting. Or assist the police. They're actually hired by police departments as well. You think I'm kidding, I'm not. So obviously there must be something to it. Why would the police even look that way if they they didn't think it was useful? Um, They actually hired somebody to find um, the Son of Sam. And you know who it was? Yuri Geller. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's fascinating. Anyway, so, moving forward. So, um, there's, these classes cost a, a pretty penny. Some classes cost 3000 some cost more, some cost less. That's what Paul Smith is charging for his. Um, uh, What's interesting is uh, Joseph Baker, who's a sociologist at East Tennessee State University, uh, who studies religion, politics, and paranormal subcultures, states that our scientific era can leave a void for some, which explains the student's attraction to remote viewing. He says science is useful, but the idea that it's going to take over these things, uh, like paranormal uh, investigations, um, <coughs> it. it he states that he believes that there's the potential for people to move away from a religion and more into a cultish, quote-unquote, or just spiritual, right? Spiritual ideas. So there's more and more culture that's built around, and, and people that are interested in in spirituality have hovered to these, these social media platforms where they're engaging with each other, talking to each other, and... Developing these communities where that's apparently the future. Uh, The remote viewer who was on the Art Bell program I was listening to today, who did work for uh, the CIA, uh, stated that they were tasked with looking into the year 2050. 2050 was like a a special year for some reason. And they stated that um, in the year 2050, energy is free and communities... Come together and work together with this free energy to to create new communities. Instead of utilizing the, the same old system, they go out and create their own communities that they want to live in. How awesome is that? Because instead of having to bust your butt every day for energy, you're giving your energy away and you're killing yourself to have energy to survive. It takes energy to create your home, energy to create the power to run your home, energy for your gas, energy to create the car. What if you had free energy? Then all these things could be created with a lot less work, right? It still probably wouldn't be free, but it would take a lot less work. And so therefore you would have a lot more time on your hand and a lot more ability to spend it with your family. And that's, the important thing or just spend it on your on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams right that's that's the ultimate goal um so you know when it comes to remote viewing and people thinking that it's just all over no <laughs> it's not it's not we are continuing to use remote viewing people who were taught like Paul Smith in the CIA on, on how to use it and be uber successful are teaching it to our future generations. They are going to use it to see into the future, to find better alternative ways to survive, live, and thrive. And we're going to become more than what Paul Smith says, we're more than just meat machines. He says we're capable of so much more. Um, And there's so much more of a broader understanding of what human nature is all about and what it consists of. And the fact that remote viewing is still in use shows that people are searching for answers, even without the quote-unquote CIA's backing. So, fascinating story there. It's interesting that there's a development, a movement, um, with many different uh, businesses that are developing these programs and hopefully thriving. Um, So, What do you think? Is it something that you think that should be taught in school? Should we be teaching remote viewing in school? Could it be dangerous? Could it be helpful? Could it bring our society together? Or tear itself apart? It seems as though all the movies and all the shows and everything, you know, they want want you to think that, you know, humanity is just going to destroy itself at the end of the day. But in all reality, you know, what if we found out that in the future, we have we have a future what if we found out that instead of like busting our ass every single day there was a potential future for us, wouldn't that be amazing wouldn't that be something worth living for, that's what we need to get to I hope you enjoyed the podcast my friends I hope you enjoy uh, these topics, thinking about them, thinking about pursuing them Uh, Dig your own tunnels Look, Look in your own rabbit holes Find the truth Find your truth Like I say Continue to follow through on your hobbies And your goals and your dreams Take care of yourself spiritually, mentally, physically Do some meditation Find some alone time Do your hobbies Go out for a drive Enjoy a sunset It's all temporary And as always Continue to question the universe around you Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.